This is A to Z with Mark Zinno, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Good morning. Welcome to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, where today I tell you it ain't got to be pretty. Welcome in. We are live here once again on our live stream on our YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed and liked to our YouTube channel for Locked On Sports Atlanta as well. Give a follow at Locked On ATL on Twitter. Of course, I'm at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Big show coming up for you today. How aggressive should one member of the Atlanta Falcons be? Plus, huge news for UGA as well. Live golf gains another, but loses somewhere else. We'll get to all that coming up on the show as well as Shovel's Wisdom. And your comments and reactions right down below on our YouTube channel. So appreciate you guys joining us here on this Hump Day Wednesday. And a lot to get to, but let's start with the Atlanta Braves because it was one of those games last night against an inferior opponent uh, that... You absolutely needed to win. You didn't have the luxury to lose. And like I said at the top, it didn't have to be pretty. Just just grind through a W. It was a typical August win in Major League Baseball for a team who is, you know, it's the dog days of summer, guys. Dog days. Um, it's one of those wins that when you're not at 100%, you don't have your best starter on the mound, you're not exactly playing your best baseball, and somehow you figure out a way to win a baseball game that you kind of just felt like you needed to win. Everybody, every Braves fans needed to exhale with a W after that Mets series. Although I'm not going to lie. There was part of me from a purely job perspective of doing this show every day (laughs) that kind of wanted the Red Sox to win would have given us so much more to talk about. I, I say that in jest, but you know, listen, uh, my, my job is is to tell stories and, and and have things to talk about. And so uh, there would have been a lot more to talk about had they lost. And nonetheless, they get a big performance last night from Austin Riley. Saved the team's bacon once again. Continues to put together this MVP campaign that he's on, even though he's still probably not getting enough recognition publicly for it, despite the fact that Vegas acknowledges him as the second favorite to win the NL MVP. So there is that. But, you know, he just continues to rake all day long. Um, and, you know, you're going to need guys to really step up and start to increase their level of play over the next three weeks before we get to the final stretch run in September. You want to talk about guys making plays? Last night, Ronald Acuna made a play. Uh, I don't care what the situation was. I don't care, you know, what the – uh, uh, how late it was in the game or anything else like that. That slide that he had in extra innings for the for that run is an amazing play, whether it's the first inning, fifth inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, twelfth inning, does not matter. That th- There's like maybe five guys in Major League Baseball who can make that slide in that spot. That was amazing. Um, and, you know, for a guy who I heard one Atlanta radio host tell me was a hole in the lineup, yeah, uh, that, that slide last night filled the hole. That's why he's in there every day. Now, you want to have a conversation about dropping him down in the order. I think it's a, a, a fair conversation, although it looks like he started to turn around a little bit. Uh, but calling him a hole in the order is laughably ridiculous. There's not many holes in Ronald Acuna's game, period. It's just a question of, you know, how empty the holes may be. But regardless, you get the point. So Acuna makes a big play. 
Uh, and speaking of holes in the lineup right now, you know, as I just said a moment ago, these are the times during the dog days. I don't know why everybody calls them the dog days, but anyway, when you're playing like crap, these are the times when you need people to step up and start elevating their game to get you through tough stretches. Hole in the lineup, that's the definition of Marcelo Zuna right now. Over his last 20 games, Marcelo Zuna is batting a paltry 152. You want to know what's even worse? His on-base percentage. It's 183. That's pathetic. He has two home runs and 25 strikeouts in his last 20 games. That's a dude that needs a day off. And Snickers got to make some hard decisions about some of these guys in these spots. This is what managers are there for, to regulate and monitor these situations and figure out who the guys are that need to be playing on any given day versus any given opponent and when they're best suited. It's button pushing, right? He pushed all the right buttons. Got to push the right buttons. You know, you got to ask yourself about Charlie Morton. Is he the right button right now? His last five starts have been literally feast or famine, or in this case, famine or feast. Last five starts in a row. Five earned runs, no earned runs. Five earned runs, no earned runs. Five earned runs. I mean, his last five starts, or his last two months, I should say, I apologize. Last two months of baseball that he's pitched, 12 starts, 69 two-thirds innings, a 2.71 ERA, 81 Ks. Opponents are hitting one. I'm sorry. Let me get back to this. This is what he did last year in his last two months of last year. That's why these numbers are so good. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not good. The numbers were so good last year. This was Charlie Morton the last two months of last year. 69 two-thirds, 2.71 ERA, 81 Ks. Posing handles batting 184, gave up just five home runs in those 70 innings. The last two months of this year for Charlie Morton, 73 innings, 3.44 ERA, 12 home runs allowed. Not the same guy. Not the same guy. I apologize for the confusion on my stats there. Uh, but I, I mean, and I'm not suggesting that Snitker has to bounce him from the rotation. I'm not suggesting that the Braves, not that they are, can send him down, but you get the point. Uh, like they did in Ian Anderson. I'm merely suggesting that there are going to be decisions made down the stretch. The things that are going to help this team either erase this seven-game deficit from the Mets or going to have to navigate a longer, more difficult trip through the wild card and the NL postseason back to the World Series. There are tough decisions that need to be made. And Snitker has got this stuff right in front of him, and he's got to figure it out because this is where the manager matters. And I, I again, I'm not questioning Snit's ability to do so, but you've got to start to look real hard at who is a plus on an everyday basis or once every fifth day basis and who is not. And if they're not, you've got to start looking in the other direction. Odorizzi is here now, not just to backfill Ian Anderson, but, you know, to be a, a plus every fifth day. And Anderson is going to make a start this weekend again. So it's not like Anderson's completely gone yet. And maybe it's next time it's Morton who gets skipped a turn just to relax and refocus. And that's kind of been Charlie Morton all year long. Like really after a bad April since May, he's had like, Quality starts with no runs allowed, and then everything else is four and five runs. You know, like, it's just he's not the same guy that he was last year. And it's that's fine. It's hard to expect guys to be the same thing year over year over year. Those guys are really special. They're hard to come by in Major League Baseball, 
And right now, that's not a guy who's producing at that level. I'm not going to get into who should start in the postseason again. You guys know my thoughts on that. But nonetheless, now what the Braves can't do tonight is after an exhale, let's have a huge letdown tonight and lose a game that they don't need to lose. Mets are still playing the Reds. Phillies still still playing the Nats. Is that who they played last night? They're playing somebody bad. But anyway, you know this is not the team to let down against, and a, a lot of that continues to be on Brian Snicker. All right, coming up next, uh, how aggressive should one individual on the Falcons be? We'll discuss that. But first, a word from our friends at BetOnline.net. That's right, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events and the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Folks, we got preseason games you can bet on coming up this weekend. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, uh, sports podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn about all the action that is happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay. Um, Before we get to the Falcons, I want to give you guys this huge news we got on UGA because I've been talking about it earlier. Um, It has come down today. And this is from Palmer Toms of Dogs HQ. Uh, that with all the constant consternation back and forth about the cocktail party, are they going to move it out of Jacksonville? Are they going to do the home and home? What are they going to do? Well, they have at least a small breakthrough. Again, according to Palmer Toms of Dogs HQ, Georgia and Florida will now both be able to host recruits for the neutral site contest on an annual basis. Coach Kirby Smart has often called for a change to this venue because he wanted – it was about recruiting for him. It was a big disadvantage. He wanted to be able to bring recruits to Athens and watch them at the game and this, that, and the other. And while there still can't be any contact between coaches and recruits allowed due to the off-campus nature of the game, both schools, okay, will now be able to provide tickets for prospects and their families. Biggest game of the year for Georgia, biggest game of the year for Florida. This is a, a huge deal. Now – uh, Oklahoma and Texas do their annual neutral site matchup, but they have a designated home team. Um, and so for that game, only one of the schools can provide recruits. This is different. Both Florida and Georgia will be. Um, and similar circumstances, according to Dogs AQ, over the last few years, Georgia and Clemson season opening matchup. Um, in Charlotte last year, they were able to provide 200 total tickets. Alabama, Miami last year, neutral site opener did the same thing. So, you know, this is uh, at least one step in the whole process of being able to at least eliminate some of that recruiting disadvantage that Kirby Smart has talked about on a routine basis. Speaking of the dogs, uh, former dog, Roquan Smith. Remember him? Yeah. He's in the news. Now, the Falcons roster has to be trimmed down to uh, 85 people uh, six days from today on August 16th and then down to 80. Um on August 23rd. So this game is going to start telling you whose position battle-wise is going to be in, going to be out. You'll see, you know, try to make some suppositions about whatever. Um, this Roquan Smith thing, and as soon as the news came up yesterday that it requested the trade, I tweeted out, like, haven't the Falcons been, like, signing former Chicago players left and right? Yeah, because Ryan Pace, the former Bears GM, the guy who drafted Roquan Smith, uh, is now on the Falcons staff. Okay. I think this thing has real legs for the Falcons, And here's why. 
There are only a limited number of teams, although all 31 other teams would love to have Roquan Smith because he's an elite level player in this league. There are only a, a handful of teams that actually can get Roquan Smith because of the massive contract extension that he is now that he now wants and the reason why he's repressing a trade because he hasn't gotten it from the Bears yet. So if the Bears don't acquiesce and give him what he wants, you're talking about a $20 million linebacker, right? And these are got this is where he wants to be. And you know, these guys are pretty rare, but those, those contracts are big. And there are only a select number of teams that are going to have that kind of cap space to be able to sign that kind of player. Hello. Welcome, Falcons. Thank God we got rid of Matt Ryan and dumped all the cap space. Yeah. I mean, the timing for this is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. There's no reason to think there's not. Because what you can do when you trade for him is, you know, the Sean Watson type deal. Very small numbers in the first year, very small salary, and then boom, backload the contract. And you got him here for the next four or five years. Every defense needs an anchor. Every great defense needs an anchor. Dean Pease has whined about this and screamed about this in the media. He did this huge rant this week or last week, whatever it was, that camp. But I'm tired of all the narratives about this defense, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you need an anchor. Now, this is with all deference to Grady Jarrett, who is a top five interior lineman, defensive lineman in this league, if not top three. Um. But there's a difference between Grady Jarrett and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is an anchor. Aaron Donald is, is the guy that everybody on defense looks to. Grady Jarrett is great. I don't know if he meets that anchor status. And if you go back to what Dean Pease had in New England, right, his anchors have always been linebackers, particularly middle ones. New England, you know, that 2017, the 18-0-1 that lost the Super Bowl, the undefeated team, Teddy Bruschi, Mike Rabel, linebackers. Ravens team that won the Super Bowl, Ray Lewis, Bart Scott, linebackers. When he went to Tennessee, coached by Mike Vrabel, what did they have? A core of young linebackers. They weren't really anybody you'd know and names you may remember or not, but the point is, is that when you have a seasoned coach like Pease and a seasoned linebacker, you can coach those guys up. And they, they, they basically got more out of them than what they needed. But they're anchors. I mean, Jarrell Casey was really the other anchor uh, for that Titans team. But this is a, a spot on the defense that is so questionable right now. Remember, Deion Jones was pushed out. My guess is mostly because Dean Peace didn't, he didn't like the mental makeup of the guy. That's where, where, where Deion Jones ended up. Great defenses are strong up the middle. You have Grady Jarrett. You have uh, on the back end, A.J. Terrell. That linebacker spot is a void for the Falcons right now. So the real question is, because other teams who might not want to sign that huge contract or feel like it's going to be prohibitive aren't going to offer high-level picks. The real question for Terry Fontenot is how aggressive do you want to be? How aggressive and how bad do you want that dude in this uniform for the next five years to anchor this defense? Are you willing to give up a first? And every Falcons fan is going to go, no, no, no. By the way, guys, trade value-wise, Deion Jones has no value. The Bears do not want Deion Jones. Nobody wants Deion Jones, period. And why would they give away a guy that's making $20 million, that they have to pay $20 million against the salary cap, to get a guy who's nowhere near as good, that's $18 million against the salary cap. So forget Deion Jones going back in the deal. That's a, just an awful, awful, awful idea, and it does not work. 
If Deion Jones had any value, he'd be out of a Falcons uniform already. Trust me. So Deion Jones is not going back in the deal. And the, and the Bears probably only want picks anyway. So if you're not willing to give up a first, now the Falcons have an extra fourth rounder next year from the Julio Jones trade. Second and a fourth, maybe. Even second and a third. What have I said repeatedly, guys? Aggressive GMs get rewarded. How aggressive does Terry Fontenot want to be? If he's not going to be aggressive and you're going to slow play this thing, guess what? You're going to get slow results, if any at all. I love GMs who go all in. I would love to see Terry Fontenot make this move for a couple of reasons. One, proves that you're aggressive. Two, proves that you can get players to come here and that are buying into what Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot are building and saying, there is an actual legitimate chance here. You can sign two or three free agents after this, this deal with Roquan Smith this coming offseason. That's how much cap room you have. Why wait until next offseason when you can strike right now? I don't care. Offer up a first for Roquan Smith. He was drafted in the first round. Seems equitable to me. And for all you Falcons fans who are cringing, I'm not giving up first. I'm not getting Guys, stop trying to give away your trash for someone else's treasure. Doesn't work like that. This isn't fantasy football. You're not screwing over the guy that, that doesn't know what they're doing in your fantasy league. These are smart people who have been doing this for a long time. Fontenot should get aggressive and go try to pull the trigger on this thing. And he may very well have, and the Bears are saying, wait, I'm going to, we're still trying to work out a deal, you know, but we'll be our first call if, if we can't get one done, blah, 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 blah. Be aggressive as you can, Fontenot. There is literally no reason not to be at this point in time. All right, coming up next, we'll hand out a shovel of wisdom as well. Uh, Liv gets a win and a loss, but it's one they should have expected. But first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. From the amazing people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given the Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. You guys have heard me tell you about Puffs. It's this proteiny, fluffy, chewy, marshmallowy thing. I don't even know how they make it, but it is so darn good. So the Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar, the flavor you love, now built in the puffs. Stop drooling. Listen, they're good for you still. Low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and delicious. But coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. The best part about puffs, of course, is they you can enjoy them guilt-free. They're actually good for you. The perfect treat for when you've got a craving. I like my built bars, usually for an after-dinner snack or if it's like post 8 30, 9 o'clock at night and I don't want to eat anything, but I want something healthy that's still is sweet. Built Bar, perfect thing to do. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. All right, um, I've got some news on Liv and even a quick little NFL tidbit that I want to get to before the end of the show. But right now, time for a shovel of wisdom. Brace yourselves, because it's time for the shovel of wisdom. Ah, you know how we do it every day. We got to set somebody straight. How do we do it? With a shovel right to the side of the head. A metaphorical shovel, if you will. And you can do so as well on my Twitter account, at Mark Zeno. Just use the hashtag shovel of wisdom. And today my shovel goes to Rodolfo Castro. Rodolfo Castro is a, uh, 
player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. In fact, he's a brand new player because he got the call to come up from AAA play in the big leagues. Well, interesting that he got that call as he was playing the Arizona Diamondbacks last night. Um, yeah, he was sitting on first base uh, because he walked. O'Neill Cruz then singled. Castro being very speedy. His way around second, head first slide into third, and as soon as he hit a head first slide into third, something came flying out of his back pocket. Wasn't a batting glove, wasn't a protective piece of equipment that he put there. It was his cell phone. Dude, Rodolfo. I mean, he literally got the call up and I guess put the phone in his back pocket, ran to the ballpark and said, okay. Yeah, it was uh it was an honest mistake, I guess, but Rodolfo told the Pittsburgh media through an interpreter, I don't think there's any professional baseball player that would ever go out there with any intention of taking a cell phone. It's horrible that it happened to me. Obviously, it was very unintentional. I mean, come on, bro. Like, who forgets where their phone is, like, when it's on their body? Don't you feel it dangling around? Don't you feel it, like, when you're sitting down in your back pocket, don't you feel like you're sitting on your phone? I don't know. It's like a weird excuse. Uh, Derek Lee, or Derek Shelton, rather. Um, Pirates manager said, you stay around the game long enough and you see things you haven't seen before. It's just a kid who made a mistake. One of those things will move forward and tell him, hey, you can't do that. Yeah, don't do that. You look ridiculous. Don't uh, have your cell phone. Keep your back on. All right. Uh, my favorite thing to do uh, is pump live golf and uh, crap on a PGA. Uh, because I think the PGA is just flawed. I think they've handled this thing all wrong. I think they've made routine mistakes about this over and over and over again. Well, uh, we got the news yesterday. Cam Smith, world's number two ranked golfer. He's playing in the FedEx Cup championship uh, or playoffs uh, this week at, at uh, the St. Jude's championship at TPC Southward. Yep, right after that, you know where he's going? Let's go. To the tune of $100 million. Good for you, Cam Smith. I'm proud of you. Good for you. I, I support every single one of these golfers leaving the, the PGA and going to live. Remember, live is not the bad guy here. Uh, you can have this conversation about the dirty money in Saudi Arabia and everything else. You're standing on a slippery slope. Your argument is flawed. If you'd like me to tell you why, hit me up on Twitter after the show at Marzino, and I will tell you. But nonetheless, he's going there for $100 million. Wouldn't you? Hey, PGA, time to start paying up. It's the way it is, man. It's the way it is. You can fight it. You can get mad about it. You can suspend players. You can get their about it. It is here. It's not going anywhere. More and more guys are going to start going over there. And more and more. And, and again, you're, the, the, and it's sort of puts them because after winning a major, it's like, well, I've already won a major. So I can go over here now and take the guaranteed money. I'm extra my place in history. I'm not just another golfer. I'm a major champion. Good. Leave. Oh. I want all these guys to leave. I, until the PGA pivots and changes their standpoint on this whole thing, um, I think they deserve what they get. There is so much more for the PGA, much more they could be doing instead of acting like child, children and, and throwing a tantrum and getting mad and suspending golfers. They could just actually change their business format pivot catch up. Now, also, uh, three of the players on Live Tour, Taylor Gooch, Matt Jones, and Hudson Swafford, uh, were seeking 
judicial relief to participate in the first leg of the playoff uh, at TPC Southland. Uh, so a federal judge on Tuesday denied a temporary restraining order to the three golfers who wanted to be able to participate in the FedEx Cup playoffs uh, after leaving PGA for live. In, in reality, they should have seen this coming. Uh, one of the reasons that they were denied was because it said that the live players had not made the case of irreparable harm being done to them. Yeah, uh, you took like $50 million from the live, whatever it was, to go play over there. Just You weren't harmed by the PGA. Like, you can make that case. It's just a classic one. It doesn't hold water at all. So, I mean, make of it what you will. Uh, they, they, they put a bad case together and it came back to bite Hey, quick word from our friends at Coffee AM before we get to this NFL story here. Uh, you guys heard me tell you about Coffee AM every single day. Why? Because it's how I start my day. The freshest coffee you can get. Why? Because Coffee AM roasts and ships their coffees the same day, if not very close to one of the best small batches of roasters in America. They only roast current crop specialty grade coffees, and they have a selection from around the world. Tanzania, Sumatra, Kenya, places you haven't even heard of. Brazilian rainforest coffee. I don't know. It's all delicious. Like, I just opened the bag. I'm like, okay, I'm trying this one today because it is awesome. Organic, fair trade, direct trade, expertly crafted blends, espressos, coffee seeds, gift sets. Roast right here with your backyard. Go to coffeeam.com backslash lockdown today. And take a look at their full menu of coffee seeds and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Use the coupon code locked on. Get 15% off your first order of coffee season gift sets. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America, right here. And good old Jeff Jeff. Uh, Roger Goodell met with uh, the media um, this week. Uh, he was in Minnesota. Um, and he had spoken with them and basically reiterated the league stance on Sean Watson um, that they are looking for a year suspension. They believe the evidence warrants a year suspension. Quote from Goodell, we've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. She reinforced the evidence. There were multiple violations that were egregious and it was predatory behavior, close quote. So the NFL wants it. Uh, they gave out six games. And last week they appointed Peter Harvey, a former New Jersey AG, uh, who has worked with the NFL before. Uh, and He's going to have to make a new ruling. Goodell said he didn't know when the ruling was going to be handed down because it had to be expedited. And so they're going through all this to figure out when and if it's going to be expedited, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the NFL probably needs to get this resolved before the regular season starts. And I haven't heard, but uh, if this thing is still in limbo, and he, he's not suspended, he can play. Uh, until it is adjudicated, right? Like I, that's always been the way. Well, that was during the old system with appeals. I don't know if they're going to force him to sit out the first six games um, because the NFL is seeking a tougher policy. I guess they assume he's going to sit out the first six games anyway. And if it's more than that, they'll just keep sitting. But typically during the appeals process, the guys, I think, that in the limbo, we might be able to. I, I don't know. But it's weird that the NFL case only had four women uh, in it when there were. So on the record, I guess they didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh, you know, go on the record. So that's where some of this other stuff is, is falling apart for for the NFL. The way this could happen. All right, that'll do it for us today here on A to Z. Make sure you check out 
all the other shows right here on the Locked On Sports Atlantic Network. Great lineup of programming. ATL Day Ones with Jarvis Davis and East and Jarvis Sharpery Braves postcast after every Braves game as well. Locked On Falcons and Locked On Hawks. And they give us a follow up at Locked On ATL. Matt Morgan M A R K Z I N N O. Back tomorrow for another live stream right here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, like, thumbs up, all that. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Don't forget to grab